Yep. We're not going to talk about football again, surely, because we did that on uh, on no. the main show. We did that. But it is uh, it is interesting being here in Vegas to see uh, other people walking around with um with their with badges for other. There's other. There's two other conventions on here. There's a, there's a big builders convention. And some oh, other. You should convention. go get oh, yeah. some intel for Aaron. You know, you know, you know when you when you at CES, you see people walking the streets. You can tell it's a CES badge. There's <laughs> heaps of others here on the street too. I feel like saying, or you know, when you can read their name, so you might say, "Oh, say, g'day, Greg," and he get, "Hello, mate." <laughs> you know, some people wear their badges outside of the show. I take yes. mine off. I don't. I just don't Instantly. want to be seen walking down the street with it. But wouldn't that be funny? That'd be funny. Instantly, that's no, very, very uh, interesting being here. Different, different, totally different feel. It's uh, good, good to be back, and the weather's better too. Weather's better than it is at CES, but anyway. Oh, but I've got to say, I, I um, I, I, I tested out. I finally watched. I know this is you're a fan of this show, The American Office. Oh, I, I watched a few of it as well. As well. It. Yeah, I don't mind it. And I how much? Did you, where, where did you did you pick it up from the start? Straight from the start. I've watched the first season already. It's only six episodes, the first season. Yeah, right. Okay. And I'm Mate, into season two. Good. Yeah. No, I'm um I'm seeing the the subtleties and the what made the British show so good. There's elements of that, but it also brings its own, its own elements to it too. Yeah. yeah. A lot of characters, a lot of relationships. You've watched the US what the British one, haven't you? You've watched I watched the British a couple one. of episodes and then turned it off. All uh, right. Because the, the American one reflects a similar relationships like you know yeah. the girl pam and her boy her fiance works yeah, that, there that happens in, the, Jim, in the uk one that, too, that yeah. happened in the uk one as well similar sort of dynamic in that one as well and the the boss being a dickhead like you know like ricky gervais was <laughs> in and steve carell is and um so no I'm, i like it. i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna push ahead i'm gonna keep watching it oh man like they're really it. short they're short I, sharp episodes too yeah i uh, so I, I smashed drive to survive when ah, I arrived yeah. in Barcelona. Well, I wondered, I thought you'd be doing that. Yeah. Smash and, and Mate, great. Again, it's the same as every year, right? You're uh you're an F1 fan, you pick bits apart. It's like you know, they're showing vision of Melbourne when they're talking about Barcelona. What are you doing? This is all like this is yeah. wrong. <laughs> you know, I can see they're walking through the pits. It's Melbourne. It's iconic. It's, it's yeah. But mate, um, for a civilian like me, I'm going to understand that it's no. it's part of the show. It was well done. It was a good Daniel episode. You know about the about the whole Alpha Tauri thing and Liam Lawson, New uh, Zealander, missing out on a yep. seat. And that's what I fucking love about it. You got Liam Lawson, this young kid from New Zealand, who's the reserve driver, who theoretically should have been the next guy into that team. And then Daniel gets the gig, and then you're thinking, okay, well, they'll fuck off Yuki Sonoda because he's an idiot, and they'll put Liam in. But they didn't. They kept Yuki, and they signed another contract with him. And oh. so Liam, literally in the Netflix interview, he goes, fucking should have been me. Like, he oh. literally says that, you know? Really? You're thinking, wow. fuck, that's so good that they get that shit on, on yeah. tape. I wonder it, whether or not they edited, they re-edited all the, a couple of the episodes about uh, Lewis's contract negotiations. I wonder whether they re-edited it after he signed with Ferrari to make it seem more drawn out, or I don't know. Ah, but okay. that, that that's next year's arc is is the is the whole. So what season was this? Season six, six. Yeah. Wow, that's mm. a lot of that's a lot of seasons. Huh? The number wow. one controversy online about yeah. Drive to Survive season six is the existence and the presence of Danica Patrick as a um, commentator in it. 
So really, you know, they get they get individuals who just sit there on the black screen and you know give comments about stuff. So yeah. Will Buxton is a, is is probably the most notable um, Formula One uh, journalist. He's just he's the voice of the kind of brings the arcs together. You can tell they just script it. Yep. Then you've got they brought in um, Claire Williams, who used to her father was Frank Williams and owned and created the Williams Formula One team. She was yeah. team principal there for many years until she stepped down and they sold it. And so she's actually very insightful and stuff. And then they've got Danica Patrick, who was you know uh, IndyCar driver, NASCAR driver, like an actually unbelievably accomplished racing car driver, probably the most accomplished female racing car driver on the planet, but fucking polarizing. Like people hate her when she's on the Sky Sports coverage of Formula One. Really? She's wow. just, uh, she's just, she's a bit of a dick. Um, she says <laughs> stupid things. There's all these great memes of like Jensen Button standing beside her, rolling his eyes at something she says. I actually <laughs> think she's pretty good. I don't mind her. Yeah. But so many people online hate her. One of the things apparently she said years ago was she said to some 12-year-old uh, go-kart champion theme girl that she shouldn't aspire for Formula One because Formula One's not made for women. So she basically uh. crushed the dreams of this young oh, woman. Wow. And so I think that's why the, the feminists hate Danica Patrick. Well, what I about think. that? Why aren't there female Formula One drivers? Stephen, I am not think? prepared to go on the record. No, but, you know, now in, in today, you know, today <laughs> we're seeing, you know, the women's soccer is outrating men's soccer. And, and I know, look, it's you could argue that, you know, obviously you couldn't have a women woman in, say, playing first grade rugby league, for example, against male rugby league players it's they've got their own competition etc well but women have there's the, there's the uh, formula one academy formula one academy is a uh, a female uh driver sport run by yeah. formula one and formula one teams but you know what uh, i mean have, like it's there have been formula like one test drivers who are uh women uh, so, I, look, I don't want to speak to the ability the endurance the strength and all that stuff that's required but there are women in motorsport. They've just got to yeah. crack it. Simple because as that. Because I think that that's something that people underestimate is that uh, I know people think, well, yeah, they're just sitting there with a steering wheel, but it's actually quite a strenuous thing, no. isn't it, for them Have to a look be at the seated necks on the Formula yeah. One drivers? You just look at Daniel yeah. Ricciardo. His neck is like this. Now, yeah. I, I don't know how how much effort has gone into the the necks of the female drivers that's yeah. something they're going to work on and are they prepared to sacrifice that that look but do for, you think for, right, for the game i don't know as a, as a formula 1 purist right you're a mm. big fan do you think that there is the possibility of a female formula 1 driver every possibility my right. concern is that it happens for the wrong reason yeah okay. so what yeah. the biggest problem with formula 1 is that it's driven by money, right? So yeah. Yuki Tsunoda is driving for Minardi this year. I call them Minardi. They're actually called Visa Cash App RB. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's a fucking stupid name. That's the team that yeah. Daniel's driving for. So he's Daniel's teammate, right? He's, yep. a, he's a very talented racing car driver, but he's not good enough for Formula 1. He's proven that. He's not good enough. Yeah. There's people that are better than him. So right. piss him off and put someone better in. That's what you should do. But because right. he's Japanese, Honda... Uh who supply the the engineering for the engines on that car, they go, I don't think you want to pay what we're going to make you pay if we don't have a Japanese driver on the team. 
Really? Wow. And so you end up like that's okay. the thing. Like, uh, um, you know, so many drivers are there because they they had the money to bring to a team. They got in. So what I don't want is for some big brand to give twenty million bucks to a team on the basis that they have a female driver and for her yeah. to get in the sport and end up going like a busted. What you want right. is you want an unbelievable driver to come in. You want them to get a chance and you want them to go pretty well, like yeah. preferably to win. Like, great, but, mate, yeah. it's just a real balance between the the, the 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 academy, which is this kind of series for, for women drivers, and yeah. then there's the entry feeder categories, Formula 2 and Formula 3. And I'm pretty sure there's a there's a woman or two in that. Yeah. They gotta fucking win that. Yeah. Oscar Piastri won those championships. He got into Formula One. He got into Formula if One. If you're yeah, good enough, that. you gotta get in. So yeah, that's if what we're good need. enough. It doesn't matter if you're male or female, is that what you're saying? Doesn't yeah, matter. 100%, mate. No one will give a shit. Because it's not like body contact or, or thing, anything like that. Like if if they if they've got the skill and the strength, then yeah. whether they're male or female. It shouldn't really matter, should it? Yeah, but the, the problem. But hang is, on, hang on. <laughs> no, no. But, the, but the problem with the sport is, yeah. like, um, you know, if Harry had said to us six years yep. ago, "I want to be a Formula One driver," I'd say, "Mate, I'm happy to get a fucking go kart, but I don't have the yeah. money to take you to fucking Europe." Like, I just, mate, yeah, right, uh, yeah, you know, it, yeah. it's a huge sacrifice. The the sacrifice of these families to get their kids to this point is enormous. And yeah, yeah unfortunately the, the sport is not dominated by talent. It's dominated by talent yeah. in the right place, right time with the right funding. <laughs> uh, yeah. My other question I'm dying to ask you too. Yeah. How did you like severance on Apple TV? Oh no. Yeah. I quite enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed Told it. You so. Told um, you so. I yes, yeah, so I smashed that on the way over. Yep. So on the way, I think I had, and then yeah, I smashed that in one one of the flights. Anyway, so I smashed it on the way yeah. over. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I was. But I think you said to me at one point, it's not an episode watch. Like you need to, you need to be able to get two or three yeah. in, and then two or three more. You, it needs. Yep. It's not a good show to watch one. Or, you've got to know that it's a long burn. You got to, yeah. You got to, it builds momentum. You got, and you get, you get you, it, it sort of, it draws you in. And you know what? It's, season two is being filmed right now. I think we'll see that before the end of the year. The first few episodes. Season two. So, so what happens cool. in season two? Do you reckon? Well, I don't want to give away the finale for people who haven't seen it, but that I've was one of the already. best finales of a TV show. Where spoiler alert, okay? Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. For people who haven't seen it, spoiler alert. So turn your ears off for the next minute. When remember the guy in the office was holding all the buttons and everyone could tell oh, that's what right. was yeah. real. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It ends without a finish. That was a revelation. Yes, it actually left that's, you on the on the cliffhanger because they don't. Maybe that's one of the best finales I've ever seen. It, do they? No. Yeah. He, he. They. They. They're starting to think. They're looking around, thinking, "Hang on a minute." They're realizing, but, but yeah. The, the, think, so the yeah. reason it was a great finale was because a it left you hanging for the next season, but b um, the girl you would never have picked. Yeah, that her Audi was who she was. Yeah, that's just unbelievable. Nah, it's really good. It's such a. I really love the pre- The premise of it is it was enough to sell me on it. Yeah, but then how they how they did it, and 
I love I love the the fact that it's got sort of that sort of eighties style tech in it. You know, like you know that eighties yeah. not quite modern tech. You know, it's a bit kitschy. Um, it's that sort of um, you know seventies eighties technology in it. I also here's what I also I, I, I kind of liked the the fact that it's this whole cool concept, right? But it's yeah. also the moral this underlying moral dilemma of yeah. it, you're you're happy. As an Audi, so Audi for people that haven't seen it, your yeah. your normal life My on the Audi, outside, yeah, you're, you're outside, it's, life, it's your yeah. home life, it's your at home. Yeah. Then when you're when you go to work, you don't know what you you don't know what you do at work. You've got no no memory of what you yeah. do at work. You just know that you go to this place yeah. and you you have a separate life and identity in there. Yeah. So the like the 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 moral dilemma of like I love what I love the fact that I don't have to worry about work, think about work outside yeah. of work. But it's that what if my balance. job is killing yeah. children? Like you know yeah, exactly like, yeah like yeah wow that's yeah, remarkable I, I, I highly recommend it it's a real uh real thought provoking show really does so take you i had this problem yeah. where before the trip i didn't really put a lot of thought in so i went i'll i'll do severance and then i yeah. thought oh, i'll i'll renew slow horses i thought i had the third season of that is that good but i knew i, yeah, I, knew like I had that? a couple of movies yeah i love slow horses really good yeah three seasons ah oh, okay so I had the and, uh, third yeah, you season. You had some homework too for the movie show as well. Yeah, I had the third season of yeah. Slow Horses, and I went. I finished Severance, and I'm right out. Next flight, boom, let's go. And then I went. Oh, fuck, I've seen this. I'd already watched it. Ah, oh, damn. I'd already smashed all three seasons. So oh, there's only I left, three. Okay. I left myself. I left myself like ten episodes short of content on the plane. Is that the show with Gary Oldman? Is that Gary Oldman in Slow yes. Horses? You know, I believe TV. so. You, you keep mentioning this bloke as if I should know him. I've, I've got he no was idea in who he uh, is. The Fifth Element. He's been in a few movies. I'll tell you one movie, I, uh, one show I discovered that are really good on yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah, it's a show called The Old Man, starring hmm. Jeff Bridges. The Old Man, who I'm a fan of, mate. It was completely not what I expected. Really? You're thinking, oh, it's an old man. He's just getting through life. But so Dan Chase is a former CIA operative. Former CIA agent. Vet. Mate, it is really good. I'm, I'm three episodes in. Connecticut. Loving Ooh. it. Loving it. Worth a watch. And Jeff Bridges is a genius, mate. Really like him. So it's only He's seven episodes. Actor, One season, seven episodes. Yeah. Great, great show. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, into that Why one as well. I feel like so there's a, a title for it. It looks like a cross-stitch. I just feel like yes. I've seen. Yeah, it is for the cross stitch. Yeah, it. and he's got two dogs. He's got um, two Dober, uh No, two Rottweilers. Right, hey, amazing. Yeah, yeah. There's something well, about that, that that makes me think that well, maybe you, I just saw the trailer. No, maybe, yeah. I think it's just. I think I saw the trailer because I'm flicking through hey, the trailer like now. You're like Severance anyway, mate. You forget. You don't remember, mate. That, mate Severance. <laughs> like, because I was thinking just then. Like, spoiler alert. I've watched a couple of movies in advance. I'm yeah. so nervous that it's going to be a week before we record those, and I'm. <laughs> so I'll carry. I might you, mate. need a refresher. I'll, I'll, I'll carry you. Yeah, <laughs> mate, it is. It's severance. I, I, yeah. That's that is what my 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 brain has. Complete severance. If we... it's not something, I need to. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, what's uh, what's uh, have you? Um, are you going to the Formula One? Are you going to Melbourne? Has anyone <sighs> been in touch? Well, yeah. Are you uh, the good, Has, have you discussed the good, this with your wife, mate? No, I've only gotten home a fucking minute ago. Give me a break. <laughs> um, I'll probably try and say, oh, it's just mate, it's busy right now because I've got to go to the pub on the yeah, weekend what? and run a sausage sizzle. I've got an so, idea. I've got an idea. 
There you go. Got a good idea. Mm-hmm. Invite your wife again. Fuck off. No, no, but you know what? Organize a babysitter or something. Look, is Jacko old enough to look after his brother and sister? Not going to happen. Just mate, go and do it overnight. You're suggesting a man who comes to Melbourne to the Formula yeah. One with me. Yeah. And then at she, night you go to a nice dinner. She has then no next morning coming to Formula One. <laughs> Didn't you go last year and you had, but as a family? Yeah. And she came on one day and went, that's enough. And then went shopping the other times. Okay. Yeah. Well, then look, with her just daughter. Come in the morning, go shopping in the afternoon. We'll meet up for dinner. You know, Mm-mm. sell it to her, mate. Sell it to her. No. <laughs> here's, here's how that'd go down hey babe um foxtel <laughs> hubble have asked me to go to the grand prix in a corporate suite on the sunday do you want to come we'll, we'll get flights for you and we'll uh, do you want to come with us what about the kids well they can fucking stay at home she goes fuck oh, off <laughs> well why would i she would say why do i want to go to the grand prix with you i've put my hand up i'm going and i think i tech i message you saying mate i'm going It'd be nice to see you there too, because you're the man. Formula One, you love it. Mm. Um, so, and I also emailed another company about another time to go down the, the, and tell them they should contact you. Hopefully, they have. I'm not sure. They have not. They have not. Damn! Really? No. no. God, that's <laughs> outrageous. I'll yeah, have to follow I, up on that one. I, I just, I prefer to watch the race at home. So I'd prefer to go to the – So what – I can understand that that's the sort of sport where if you're there, you're only watching this much of it. You're only watching a portion of it. so hard to follow when fucking people are talking to you. You're in a corporate box and everyone's chatting. I'm like, fucking shut up. Don't watch the race. (laughs) I know you've invited me here and paid for my flights and given me all this food all day, but fuck off. You know what would happen? I'd be be sitting there. We'd be eight, nine laps in. The race had had plateaued. But I'd be following yeah. strategy for Daniel and Oscar and Patrick Delaney coming. Hey, go Trevor! Like, Fuck off! <laughs> That'd go down well. Hey, go down heaps too. well. Film it. Yeah. So look, I part of me wants to find an invite for Friday. If I could do Friday yep. and Saturday. Yep. That'd be amazing. All right. Well, I'll work on my other contacts then for you because they should have emailed you by now, I thought. of. I thought, But anyway. Yeah. It's frankly outrageous that they haven't. Yeah. How does? How do you, uh, mate, I got an invite before you did. What the hell? That's I think, you know, I, you know, I'll tell you why. Did that company invite you anywhere else? Yes, they did. Where? where yes, overseas? they did. To the, to Southeast Asia. Yes. And? I'm not going to. Are you going on that one? No. No? Okay, because no, I haven't con- given him an answer on that one yet. There's no, there's no content. In yeah, it. it's just it, it'll just be a holiday. I think if if we if I went, it'll be just a holiday. Oh, that's on the record then. Uh, well, you know what? It's why why we have why didn't they just make a fucking session at the Hilton or, or book book out the Four Seasons in Sydney for it? Because it's a, it's a thing they do every year. It's a you know a conference. Yeah, I know, but they're, they're, it'll be. Uh, uh, look, it, it could be something on every day, all day, and we're just in a you know hotel ballroom for four days. Then that's that's not really good. If I, uh, the attraction of a place going to a place like that, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a work element to it mostly. But the other part of it would be this: if there's some downtime, you can enjoy yourself. I don't want to enjoy myself. That's what I want we to do. Myself at home. <laughs> yeah, I hear. Well, it's it's right on Joe. It's actually on Joe's birthday, so I don't think. Uh, Right around her birthday, and yeah. she's—I uh, told her about the Formula One, which is a few days before her birthday. And she says, "No, that's all good, go." And yeah. uh, this other one, yeah, might be a bit too close, but anyway. 
We'll see. I have to have the chat. Yeah. But she's very she's very accommodating, mate. She's, you know, you go. I don't care. She's not going to be dirty on me that I've been away already. So, <laughs> and by the way, we've all, I'm, I'm here for round one. I'm in Vegas for round one of the footy. Watch Souths. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to Brisbane for round two. I'm just like a fully fan, full fan mode going, just following the team around. Fuck, it's unbelievable. Brisbane. And Joe's coming with me, though, because her brother lives up there. So Joe's with me. We've booked a nice hotel and two two nights. The game's on Thursday night. So we've got all day Friday and Friday night. And then we come home Saturday afternoon. And it should be good. Very good. Yeah. That's, that's a, That was a, a, a status trip, too. I needed to get the status points. That a double status <laughs> offer. I needed to just get over the line on Platinum once again. So I thought, yeah, let's go to Brisbane. Nice work. Nice work. Yeah. So I thought, Mate, you know, I, so I flew Qantas uh, Manila. I noticed that. What Manila, happened? Manila, Why? Yeah. Oh, just because that's the cheapest flight to get to yeah. Manila. Okay. And, um, and you went mate, via Manila. Yeah. Because then it's on mate, the way there. So cheap. No, both ways. So oh. cheap to get uh, business class flights from Manila to Europe. Fucking really, like, so cheap. We did. Oh, we so booked the same business class Manila to Europe. You didn't get business class Sydney to Manila. No, no. So economy okay. on economy on that first leg, and then business class all the way. Beautiful. Yeah. So for for example, IFA at the yep. end of the year, um, it's like sixteen, eighteen grand each to go business class from Sydney to Berlin. Right. Jesus. We fly, we fly economy to Jakarta with Qantas yep. and then business on Qatar. Yep. Return. And yep. it's 11 grand, both of us. Wow. Solid saving. Massive. It's really good. Yeah, like, right. Just unbelievable saving. So, but here's yeah. the thing. Fuck, it's hard not to have Wi Fi. Like, how is that airline? Yeah. Like, so here's the thing. I get on the plane today and. <laughs> yeah. And they go, just so you know, there's a problem with the infotainment system, the in-flight entertainment oh. system. Uh, we're going to try and fix it five minutes later. We couldn't fix it. So oh. I'm sitting there going, well, I don't care. I'm going to sleep. And then I slept for two hours and I went, ah, oh, fuck, I'm awake and I'm not going to sleep again. I don't know it. Yeah. And and I've got this 200-year-old lady next to me. And then <laughs> the bloke in front of me reclines. And so I am trapped, uh, trapped oh, in shit. my seat. Can't get up, get my charger for my phone or anything. So oh. I'm I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'll just think about life and listen to music, whatever. And um, <laughs> think about life. Yeah. But like I would have 100% pulled out the headphones and just flicked through and found, you know, Modern Family or whatever on yeah, the Yeah, yeah. So yep. really pissed that it didn't work. And then oh. here's the, mate, if they send me a survey that say, how was your flight? Fucking I'm going to let rip. So well, firstly. They usually do. Yeah. Infotainment didn't work. So give me a credit. Yep. Secondly, it's. It's an overnight flight, right? So we leave yeah. at nine seven PM in Manila. Yeah. It's pretty pretty much night time. We're landing here in Sydney at six AM, right? So yeah. pretty much sunrise at best. So we get up in the air, they serve fucking food and shit. I don't know. I was asleep, so I didn't see any of it. And then it's ages into the flight before they finally turn off the lights. And on a Virgin flight or a yeah. Qatar or Etihad, it's like Ooh, just beautifully mood. The mood slowly yeah. comes down as you take over off. five yeah. minutes. These fuckers just went <laughs> and turned the lights off. <laughs> it was like, okay, fuck off and go to sleep, everyone. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, geez, that's a bit brutal. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sitting there with my head against a pillow, just looking out the window, and this yeah. woman comes by, is trying to pull down everyone's shades. I just yeah. fucking ignored her because I was looking out the window, took a couple of beautiful photos. Like, unbelievable. Anyway, yeah. then about an hour later, this bloke comes through the cabin with a fucking torch on his shirt, light up yeah. like 
fucking His lapel torch. Yeah, like really bright, <laughs> like an right? Arlo, like an Arlo floodlight on, yes. his, on his lapel. Yes, and he comes in. He, he leans over to me. I've got my headphones. And he leans over to me, and he and I went, "What?" He goes, "I pull my AirPod out." And he goes, "Can you pull the shutter down?" I went, "Why?" Yeah. He goes, "It's it's nighttime." I went, "I'm looking out there," and he goes, yeah. "Pull the shutter down." I went, "Oh fuck me!" And I pulled the shutter down. Really? And I thought no. to myself. What the fuck is going on here? And I thought, is it wow. like I was thinking about the flight and whether we were coming because we're coming from the west, so we weren't coming from the sun. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So we we come into land, and it is dark. So I'm thinking these dickheads are walking through the cabin, making people pull their blinds down when we're yeah. not going to see light. And when we yeah. do see light, they flick the lights on in the cabin anyway. Oh, God. So I was just really pissed because your infotainment's not working. I've got nothing to do. I'm staring out the window. Literally, mate, yeah. I was loving it. I was just looking at the stars. It was yeah. beautiful. It was lovely. I love, mate, I love looking out the window on a plane. I love seeing the clouds. I just love yeah, seeing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it. mesmerizing. But mate, I, I discovered the stars something. beautiful. On my flight to uh, LA on my way to Vegas, I went United on the 787. Now, I don't know whether you're aware of this, but I, I remember going to because I was in the front front part of the plane, mm-hmm. and um, I was went I went to the bathroom right behind the cockpit. Yep. And there are t- you know sometimes they block off that area. The pilot wants to go to the toilet, they block it off. That's fair enough, right? Um, but I went one time, and there was one of the crew. I went to the bathroom, which is right near the cockpit there, and then. When you when I'm I was going back to I was on the left side of the aircraft right so I was going back to my seat and just before on the, on the little panel there before I go back to my seat you saw in the, the little galley area there there's a there's a there's a door yeah. and the bloke it said crew only That's there for was the a sleeping door. cabins yeah yeah there's a, it's like a spiral staircase to go up up to up the top uh, yeah. they're like flat beds up there for the crew. It was the, the first time I'd ever seen it open. I'm thinking, what the fuck is this? This is like, amazing. Triple sevens have them. Seven eight sevens have them. It's where wow. the ca- the crew goes A3, on the long I know wall. seven four sevens used to have them too. It was up in the tail section. Oh yeah, but I'm that like they're double yeah. deckers and shit, right? That makes sense. Yeah. You think yeah. of though a seven eight seven as being a single deck, you know, yeah. wide body, but yeah, that you realize like how much space there is up there because when you flatten it out, you go, okay, well, there's all this. Now it's not like it's crawl space. Let's be real. They're not yeah, walking yeah. up so there. So you crawl. There's like beds up there, eh, for the crew. Yeah. Like and they um, bunks. have their little have their little nappy nap. That's amazing, yeah. That, Which that's, is where I think the like... bloke with the fucking torch should have pissed off to and got a better <laughs> attitude. Yeah, it's Same. interesting. Very interesting. Same. Yeah, but we landed. Woman... We landed in LA. You know, LA customs don't start till six. Yeah, and um, mate, I had a not a. I was tightish turnaround. I had, I landed at six. My flight was at eight twenty. And, you know, LA being LA, there are some days where you could be in customs for an hour and a half, and other days yeah. you're in there for 10 minutes. Yeah. Luckily, it was the fo- it was the latter today. I, I got through, and, mate, I, I, the fastest I walk is in an airport. I oh, reckon mate, you and Stig are the sport, same. It's horrible. <laughs> if they had an Olympic sport for airport walking, I'm a fucking yeah. gold medalist, mate. I walk fast in airports. And I got out of my out of the plane. Got to got to customs. I was the third person in line in customs. Thinking fucking beautiful. <laughs> got through, and I wasn't travelling on my visa this time because I was there for I was here for for fun, not for work. Yeah, and I was just going through on the Esther, and um, 
the guys asked me why I'm why I'm going. I had my South's um, past players association shirt on, and he asked me uh, what what are you here for? And he said, uh, I said I'm here to watch the I'm here to watch this, the uh, NRL in Las Vegas. And then he asked me, he goes, oh, what team? Who's playing? And I explained to him oh, South Sydney, and we had a little conversation about it. He was he was he seemed very interested in it, the guy. And nice. then he asked me how much cash I had for some reason. I said, yeah. mate, I've got enough. Yeah, got a bit of cash, not too much. But, um, yeah, that was it. And then I was through. Yeah, it was good. Well, I had it in, in Manila on the way back. Like I was straight off the plane, easy, good, happy days. <clears throat> and then um, I, because I'm booked, we booked two tickets, like a Qantas ticket and then an Etihad ticket. have to leave, yep. get our bag and come back in. Yeah, right. And so I left the airport, came back in. The weirdest airport in the world, even just to get to the check-in area, you've got to convince someone that you're checking in, like there's security stopping you. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's yeah. very weird. Anyway, check in. Yeah. Check in, go um, go to the – so you've got immigration and then security, right? So there is yeah. shitloads of people in immigration, but mainly Indonesians. Oh, sorry, Filipino. Right. And then yeah. the foreign passports, not too bad. Like it's snaking pretty quickly. Yeah. And there are – you know in L.A., there's like 2,000 people queued up and there's six agents. And you're like, Jesus fucking yeah. Christ, we put some more agents on. be for now, yeah, two hours. <laughs> so in this one, there was two rows, like two rows of agents, like wow. fucking packed. And they were just waving people through. It was brilliant. Heaps, good. But then, so it was like they had so many agents, but then behind that was security. And there was only six uh, security turns. They were all active, but there was uh, this bottleneck. And so the queue to get your buddy... Luggage, you know, scanned and everything was uh, wild. And it was just this weird um, juxtaposition of we've really overstuffed this part, but this bit here. <laughs> Here's the bottleneck. Do your best. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. But like, you know, you know heaps of times. So no, you know, know what I discovered? There's a, there's a nice trick to LAX now. I don't know whether many yeah. people are aware of this. You know how traditionally we land in Tom Bradley, right? Then you got to yeah. go out. And if you go on American, you got to go to the Terminal 4. I was United. I went to Terminal 7. And normally you go out, walk along yep. the footpath, go back in, go through security. Take the tunnel. But did you know there's security? You know how you've got to recheck your bag, right? So you walk out of that little yep. door, and rather than going out to the street, if you hang a sharp right, yep. there is a there's way a for you to do security just there, right, in Tom Bradley, and then you're walked inside. You so say you, you've passed security, you're still secure, and you can walk through the other terminals. Because, you know, in the individual terminals, sometimes the security is really long lines. Mm. This one, straight through, and I walked, it was a dead set, it was like a one and a half kilometre walk from Terminal 4 to Terminal 7. But I, walked, I had done, walked, I got security out there. So, you know, it's the same in reverse too. Yeah. But you yeah, won't be flying out of Tom Bradley because well, you're on United. I've actually, I've flown home. home with, um, coming home with Qantas. So, came to American Landed in Terminal 5, I think, and I stayed sterile. So I stayed in, in the – Yeah. And it came out right near the first Qantas Lounge. So I didn't have to yeah. go through security at all. That's another the trick best one. The best one is Delta. Uh, yeah. If you fly a domestic Delta and, you know, they've got their, their little terminal, there's yeah. a fucking bus at the end. So you go all the way to the end yeah. of their little terminal, like out to the runway, and there's a walkway. You go down and there's a bus takes you yeah. across, the, across the jetway to Tom Bradley and you're still secure. It's awesome. Yeah, they used to have the bus too. I think when you're flying home Qantas on the A380, they used to have a bus if you're on Terminal 5 or something. You've got to come back to Terminal 4 or to Tom Bradley. Yeah. There are a lot of shortcuts. I love hearing these shortcuts where 
if you can save some time, if there's one place you want to save time, is at an airport. airport. Yeah, definitely. All right, mate. Yeah. Enjoy the football. Will do. And go the mighty Rabbitohs. Hopefully they'll have a win in Vegas. And the Americans will fall in love with the sport and particularly with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And that they get in the American betting market, which is what they want. And people are interested in them. And they've followed them all year. And that we'll be back here again in the years to come. Dolphins v, v- Eels. I'll be there. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> all right, mate. See you. See you, buddy.